0: welcome back everyone for another episode of the building services podcast thank you once again for joining me and uh my name is Mohammed, uh regular here on the show um i i want to share with you some questions because i know there's uh, a lot of people who are in the job market at the moment a lot of people who are on the lookout and considering new opportunities and it's really difficult to sift through the the mountain of opportunities that there are uh, available you know a simple search on some popular job boards and you know you get six seven hundred results sometimes more depending on the discipline and the type of job that you're aiming for and i i wanted to provide you with some questions if you are interviewing now or considering interviewing in the future uh, that you could ask your future employer that will give you a real insight into how they work uh, what they do and what they can do for you um so i'm going to go into go into all of those i'll quickly make an announcement that we are uh, upgrading the Building Services Podcast to uh, a whole new platform, so there will be an update coming out on that. I can't remember if I uh, mentioned it in a previous episode, but I'll be I'll be sure to keep everyone updated in that. So I'm going to go ahead. So you're you're in your typical interview scenario. Um, you've been through your round of questioning or interrogation, as some of some people have described, depending on who you interview with. And you're you typically at the end of the interview. Uh, the interviewer will ask you how do you have any questions for us and there's your opportunity to go ahead however some interviews do follow a course where you're uh, a little bit more involved in a conversation rather than a one-sided interrogation so so here they are so the first one is going to give you an indication of uh, how the employers uh, might listen so to give you the first question Uh, Right at the end, you could ask, give me an example of a company policy that has changed based on feedback from your employees. So a lot of companies can easily turn around and say, look, our work from home policy is based on that. Uh, I would ask for another one because that's something that the whole world has gone through and most of it was out of our control. And we've we've had to adjust to it. And now, you know, some companies wanted everyone back. I know there's some debate around um, Alan Sugar's view on this and some other major companies, uh, but nonetheless, I wouldn't accept work from home policy as one of them. Uh, I'd want to know something else, and and the way that this un- this question is answered uh, will give you a, a real indication, uh, a real indication of how well the company responds to employee feedback. Um, you know, if there's a group of employees who are not happy, how well or how quickly is that manager or company or employer uh, going to adjust uh, their company policies, which may well have been set in stone from birth, considering that there might be uh, a slightly better way of doing things. So it will teach you a lot about your future manager, your future employer, about how they will listen to you and how much attention they're gonna pay to whatever you've got to say. Um, And I'm gonna share an example of something that we did so we have uh, performance-related bonuses for our employees, and so far, I think they've been adjusted about two or three times in total, um, and that was purely based on employee feedback. They gave us a proposal and said, look, here's another structure for performance-related bonuses that we think would be beneficial to the company and Uh, provide us a bigger incentive and we took it on board. And that's happened twice on on different departments. So um, I I might do that for all the questions to just give you an example of what we've done in in each of those scenarios. So I'll move on to the next question. And this is gonna teach you uh, a little bit about the level of humility of your manager and generally the company vibe. Uh, So the question is, give me an example of something you've changed as a business because you realized you had made a mistake. Or because you realised because uh, because you realised you were wrong, um, and I can give you an example of this is I, I came across uh, a company who we worked with uh, as a recruitment agency as a supplier, and we explained to them that their salary banding uh, for each pay grade uh, was a little bit out of tune with the market, and we provided them with our research and our reports, uh, and they adjusted their salary banding, and pretty much everybody got a small pay rise. Um, it wasn't it wasn't hugely off. Uh, but there was an adjustment, and however the uh, the company responds to this, uh, this will this will teach you about um, you know how humble the manager is and how much they're prepared to hold their hands up and say they made a mistake. You know, it's it's easy for employees to get grilled by their manager for something that goes wrong, but you know, managers, myself included, um, you know, we have a team of uh, approaching ten employees now, and It's the same thing for us, we can make mistakes. I've made mistakes, I've held my hands up and I've said, look, really sorry everyone, I made a mistake here, Uh, I'm gonna correct it and this is what we're gonna do to correct it. So um, that happened for us on a situation the way that we had structured our business and who had uh, what responsibilities and we realized we'd made a mistake and there were better suited people for different responsibilities and we shuffled those around. And again, that was based on employee feedback but we realized uh, that we'd made an error and we openly admitted the error, Uh, we put it straight and we move forward. So, and that can happen with any business. Uh, So that question will give you an indication of how humble uh, the company are in general, and uh, will give you an indication that, you know, if something is ever uh, carried out, process or procedure as a mistake, and it can be corrected, then your company will correct it. So um, uh, it will give you that indication. Um, Next question. Give me an example of someone who, due to performance, you've promoted before their anticipated promotion date. Now, this will give you an indication of uh, your future career with the company. Now, I've heard mixed messages from different uh, employees, and and the question is relevant to both, whichever you prefer. Uh, But generally, larger companies tend to take Um, a stance where you have set KPIs. So if you're going from graduate to junior, uh, graduate to intermediate or or junior to intermediate, whatever your title might be, you're gonna have some KPIs, some performance indicators on on what you need to do and achieve before you can be promoted to intermediate status. And that usually has a timeframe attached to it as well. So it's two years and we have a review every year um you've got two years to hit all of these key performance indicators if you don't hit them then we're going to have to wait another year uh before you do that now it may well be before you receive your promotion it may well be that you only miss one item on your kpi uh promotion and if you miss it you've now got to wait a whole year before you receive your next promotion and pay grade um sometimes pay grades are separated and, and companies will adjust with inflation but it will mean that you're waiting another year now that could be quite disheartening for a lot of people out there. Some people prefer it because they like the rigid structure. Um, and the the question here is: What if there's somebody who's really intelligent, really bright, learns things quickly, puts in the extra effort? You know, is the person who, in their spare time, is still reading and learning new material and upskilling themselves? They could hit their KPIs in say nine months. So if that person hits their KPIs within nine months, do they now have to wait another 18 months before their two-year promotion target deadline before they can receive their promotion? Now, smaller and medium-sized companies generally tend to promote people based on performance. So the moment you hit your KPIs, you get your promotion. Uh, We operate in the same way. So it's very much a case of uh, you hit your performance targets, you receive your promotion and bonuses in a similar way. Um, we don't wait around for up until your review date within whether it's three months, six months or a year down the line, we do it there and then. Uh, it's literally the moment you hit it, you send us a message and we'll update everything. So, and and we make it clear what what the promotion target is, what the promotion will be, what that will entail in terms of salary um, and what that will entail in terms of KPI targets as well. Um, Uh, anyway enough about us but anyway however the employer uh, answers this question will give you an indication of your training structure and your training program so if it's going to be rigid um, if it's going to be a case of you've got set kpis set time frames to hit those targets and receive your promotion and there's no fluidity around that you'll get that kind of response and if there's somebody who can achieve it in a shorter period of time and do it quicker you'll get that kind of response so this is more for you to understand from yourself what kind of training program you'd like and which one would suit you. So that's a really good question for that. Um, And the final one that I'm gonna give you, how how do you reward employees who sacrifice their personal time to ensure quality standards and delivery dates are achieved? Now, that question um, will tell you about overtime pay. It might tell you about bonuses, uh, depending on how they respond. Uh, But ultimately, you know, we we live in a very uh, human world and there's an assumption that everything happens between 9 to 5 or 5.30 or 6, whatever your contracted hours are. Uh, But the reality is it doesn't. There will be times where you're very busy and you're having your lunch at your desk while you're working. There will be times where, you know, and and I've heard of this scenario happening a few times where a client sends an email or a call at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. Uh, one evening and says can you visit us on site Um, tomorrow morning in which case you need to reshuffle your entire day and whatever workload you had allocated even if the deadline was on the same week then you need to adjust your workload so that you make sure you achieve it and that usually means that you're putting in a little bit of extra hours now there's different policies that I've come across uh, different companies um, for how they reward their employees some give you the time back in terms of holiday pay some will give you the time back with overtime pay, some will uh, let it accrue until you earn uh, and build up until you earn a full day or two days or a week and there's multiple policies and there's a handful, um, I think, uh, well sorry there's a good chunk of companies who would say that no you don't actually get anything this is just part of the part of the job. Now it's down to you what if you prefer one or the other or if you would pr- prefer being recognized for that one option. Uh, but this gives you a good indication of um, how much attention your manager or your company, whether they have systems to monitor this or whether it's manually done because you sit right next to your boss. It will give them and give you an indication of how thoughtful they are of the time you put in. Now. There's going to be times where you need to come into work early there's going to be times where you finish a little bit late there's going to be times where you work through your lunch break um how often does that happen is a separate question like if it's happening on a daily basis and you're going in on the weekends as well uh now there's a probably a resourcing problem there and they need more stuff to help you with the workload um and and that's a separate conversation that you should uh maybe reach out to one of our uh one of our team members uh to help you with but if it's on the occasion Uh, possibly a weekly, possibly a few times in a month, Um, then it's up to you. You can ask for a recognition. You're not contracted to work those hours. Um, And I don't want to make it sound like um, you could be really difficult with your manager because I always say, you know, it's um, it's never a good idea to be really awkward with your manager. I mean, sometimes you have to have conversations, but that's different to just being awkward for no reason. Um, But this is in an interview situation you're asking that question the interviewer however they respond uh, is going to give you an indication do they offer overtime pay do they give time in lieu do they give you time off uh you know what what do they give you in return so that you can sacrifice your personal time because you've got your contracted hours you're not obliged to work beyond those contracted hours uh and you're entitled to a break as well and you're not obliged to work through that break as well so um you know m- m- multi-factor equation here so I'm hoping this gives uh, you a a hand when when you are interviewing or if you come around to interviewing, or even if you're looking for a job right now and you're going through some interviews, these will help. Um, And one, I I said the last one was the final one, but I I always recommend this question and and I'll do it again here, is when you get to the end, uh, after all your questions, but always make this one the final one, always ask the uh, interviewer, um, are you considering any other applicants who have demonstrated something that you want that I haven't, and you you could uh, I've, I've said that off the cuff, so you could probably reword that in a better way. Um, but you're asking them if uh, if someone else has demonstrated a skill that they're looking for, and you haven't demonstrated it. Uh, there's your opportunity to cover your back on uh, whatever they mention. You know, maybe they were looking for uh, a particular software knowledge or a certain project experience. Now, maybe you haven't covered that either in the interview or on your CV. That's your opportunity to say look, really sorry, I didn't explain that, but I actually have done that and then give your example. Uh, So you can cover yourself there. Um, If they respond and say, no, you've covered everything, you've got all the skills, then that means they like you and there's a good opportunity, good possibility um, that you might end up with a job offer. So I hope these tips have been useful and valuable Um, and I have a request as well and and I really want to ask for some help on this and I know know there's a lot of regular listeners on the podcast and one of the ways that we uh, get the message out far and wide is is by reviews so wherever you're listening to this uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google podcast whatever it is I'd really appreciate if you would um, you know take 15 seconds just to literally leave us a a review Uh, be honest um some comments even mention it happy to give shout outs if if people like that kind of stuff uh but i'd really appreciate if you could uh leave us a review uh it really does help get the message out and i know there's a lot of people who message me uh saying that the content is very valuable um and if you do find it valuable valuable as well please leave us a review uh and hopefully there'll be more people that can benefit from this uh, on that note i will leave you um hope you have an amazing week day uh month Whatever you're working towards, and uh, look forward to uh, look forward to meeting you again remotely uh, in the next episode. Bye bye.